Good morning. I am here to tell you about what I have learned this week. I know I said I was going to do this daily, but I'm very I'm a very busy person and I forget things sometimes. This is not um I'm not doing this for it to be good or um quality, you know. I'm doing this to get some good information out. My information and my um, opinions and my experiences are more important, I think. I'm a band director. I'm not a broadcast specialist. I don't know how to handle these things, so I'm just going to do my very best, and hopefully somebody will benefit from this. So the first thing I learned this week is that I control the stress level of this of any situation in my group. Um, the teacher controls the stress level. We, since school has started last week, we, it has rained nonstop. Um, starting at about 2.45 p.m., which is the end of seventh period when I have band, until about 4.30 or 5, which is where my rehearsal ends after school. Every single day that we have had rehearsal, that has happened. Um, Monday of last week, that happened. That was our first day. You know, it's the first day. We got to get all our forgetting out of the way, refresh our memories from main camp. We didn't get to do that. Tuesday, we had to do pictures because we weren't, we rained, rain rained out our pictures the week before school started and we were going to do it then. We couldn't do it, so we had to do it Tuesday. And it rained, by the way. Wednesday, it was beautiful and sunny, but I don't have practice on Wednesdays, so that's besides the point. Uh, Thursday, rained again, exactly at 7th period. Friday, we didn't have rehearsal. Um, this Monday, I promise you I was in the office making copies, and it was beautiful when I walked over. When I walked out, it was pitch black. And that is when my mood changed. I shouldn't have let it affect me, but I did. Because I'm human. And I was grumpy for the rest of the day. And what I noticed was that my students acted out more than they usually do. Because they don't act out at all. They're very good kids. They were not paying attention. They were talking. They were frustrated. We weren't productive. We were all frustrated. I snapped on some people who weren't doing what they're supposed to, but it was all because I came in and I didn't have my game face on. And what I learned from that is that I control it. I do. Because yesterday, tomorrow, yesterday Tuesday, it rained earlier than usual, and the rain was gone by the time we had practice and we got to have rehearsal, and it was a great day. We were in great moods. We got so much accomplished. And I just learned that it's very important for me. I learn this all the time, but I'm all constantly reminded of it, but it's very important for me as the director, as the person in charge, to keep my game face on at all times, to keep my poker face. No matter what's going on, I need to be the one that stresses out about it, not them.
because if they stress out about it, they're not going to get anything done, it's not going to be productive, we're going to get frustrated and mad and upset. And that's exactly what happened on Monday, but Tuesday was so great. So great. I've just got to make sure I keep my poker face on. And I will be back with more in just a moment. And I'm back. I ran out of time on the last segment, so we're going to continue the same subject. Ways to keep your poker face. Um, Ways to make sure that they don't see that you are internally exploding. I am constantly, like I've got this, I feel like there's a ball in my chest. And it's just a stress ball. And it's constantly clenched like a fist. But, I don't need to let them know that. So, some good ways to do that, to keep it, they, they come in, they see that it's raining, they say, Miss Guest, it's raining, Miss Guest, it's raining, do you think we're going to get to go outside, it's raining. What I've decided I'm going to do from then on is, just say, we're going to have a good day. We're going to have a good day, we're going to do what we need to do. They, they freak out about the rain. If they see me freak out about the rain, they're going to freak out about the rain. Or anything, really. Not just rain. Another way is just don't entertain the, the conversation. Just say, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about the weather. Not necessarily about bad situations, but just say, you don't need to worry about it. Let me worry about it. Because it's not their job to worry about it. And that's something... That's so hard to learn as a as a young adult because I mean I'm I'm 24 I'm gonna be 25 in March but I'm still a relatively young adult I don't have children of my own I graduated college two years ago so I I'm used to dealing with other adults but dealing with teenagers and preteens. And middle schoolers and high schoolers, it's hard to think about. You've got to be in their mindset. You've got to, not necessarily in their mindset, but you've got to be, you've got to think about it in their shoes. You've got to think about how they are going to feel, how they are going to think about things. And by knowing that, you can prevent the situation from blowing up. If I, my seventh grader comes up to me and says, I forgot my band shoes today. And I freak out on her, and I tell her, you know, you're you're gonna have to sit out, or this and that. That's that girl is gonna shut down. She's gonna shut down mentally, emotionally. She's not gonna be productive. What the a good way to handle that situation is say, well, you know, you're supposed to bring all your supplies for rehearsal. You don't have it. So I'm just going to have to take a few points off, but you still need to work with us. And just be positive about it. Be like, it happens. Because you never know why that little girl forgot her shoes. You never know. Her parents could have been arguing. She she could have woken up late because her her parents didn't wake her up. Or, you know, she didn't get breakfast that morning. You never, ever know what the child's situation is. And that's something else that's important. As educators... We often forget that these kids have real lives. They have real situations that happen to them, and it's not always picture perfect fairy tale lives. 
most most times, especially in Title I schools, they don't live the best lives at home. Parents are not as, you know, responsible as they should be. They aren't supportive of a lot of stuff, especially the arts. You know, people don't understand this in small towns the importance of band or the importance of any musical activity or art. You know, they don't they don't get it. They don't see why it's important. Football, athletics, all of that, that's they they see the importance of that. But they don't see the importance of this because they don't understand how it's gonna benefit their child. And that's that's one thing that I really struggle with. Um is having parents understand. There I have great boosters. Most of them get it, but there are some that just don't get it. They don't understand how this is going to change their child's life. And I'll be back with more on that in just a moment. Let's see, where did we leave off? Oh, parents who don't understand the arts and support of the arts. It is so easy to get frustrated and mad and just belligerent when a child comes to you and says my sister has a softball game my parents can't come um can't my I can't come I can't come to this practice I can't come to this rehearsal my sister has a softball game my brother has a baseball game football game whatever or just because I mean it's not that they don't have a ride it's that they're saying oh you need to be there and but it's like, what about your this child's activities? I just don't understand that. It just fires me up. I had one kid yesterday tell me, um, I can't take my instrument home to practice. And I said, why? Well, we don't have room for it. It's not... I'm not going to tell you what instrument it is, because that might reveal who the kid is. But... It's not, it wasn't a tuba, it wasn't a sousaphone, it wasn't anything huge. It was a moderately sized brass instrument. The case was pretty it's small, it's decent size, you can easily carry it on a bus. I was like, what do you mean you don't have room? Well, we're living in the trailer right now because we're rebuilding our house. I said, okay, well, yeah, but, I mean, that's not going to take up that much space. You can put it under your bed, you can put it in a closet when you're not practicing I mean you know store it somewhere but my my stepdad forbids me from bringing it home and this kid has brothers and sisters who play sports and the the parents make they have room for their equipment they have room for their equipment but this little boy can't bring his instrument home to practice, to memorize his music. So everything he does here matters. That just hurts my heart. Another one I've had wanted to do band. His older sibling does band, but she's a girl. And this, this little boy was going into 7th grade because we marched 7 through 12. He was going into 7th grade 
and he was so excited. But by any means was he good? He was still a beginner. He was still not getting it. But man, when you they need to be there, that's what matters more than anything in the world. And he was doing great. He said he hated football. Dad makes him play football. He hates football. He was so excited to do a year without football. I get a text in the middle of the summer saying that he can't do band. He comes and tells me that his dad made him play football. Won't let him do band. Because apparently there's a stigma that band isn't a masculine activity. But it is easy for me to get mad about those things. It's easy for me to get frustrated. But I can't, you can't let the kids see that. You've got to let them believe that you've got it under control. Because you do. You, you, have it, you can have it, things under control and still get mad. But you just can't externalize it. You've got to internalize it. You know, talk to talk about it with your parents. I call my parents every day. I call my friends, you know, from home, four, four and a half hours away every day. And I talk about my problems because I need to separate that. I need to be able to be mad on my own time and work through it on their time. And that's what's really important. And that I've learned that this week. I've learned, I really have. I've learned that this whole, my whole first year, really. But I really hope that that helps somebody. I don't know if anybody would actually listen to me. But it feels good to talk about it. And we'll see you soon.